Welcome to the Saint Fuel Podcast. We're all about serving Jesus Christ. We're here to help you find your purpose, pursue it, and become mission-driven. And always remember that together, we'll inspire the church through each person's individual purpose to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from. Ryan Klein here, host of the St. Fuel Podcast. Happy to spend the next few minutes with you and, uh, you know, appreciate your time giving, giving this a listen. So, as always, hope to add a little bit of value uh, in what I'm going to say here. So, um, what this episode is going to be about, and um, I don't know, you know, if you've been a Christian for a while, you've probably noticed, you know, as, as you read like sacred scripture and everything, um, kind of, you notice something that sticks out to you throughout the gospel, um, a particular, not only the gospel, but, you know, really the whole Bible, um, a particular number sticks out, um, that you might be familiar with and wondering what the heck, you know, what's the, uh, what's the significance of this number? And that number's 40, um, the big four zero. All right. Uh, have you ever have you ever stopped to think about that? Um, have you ever stopped to think about you know uh, forty days and forty nights of rain with Noah or the Israelites um, you know out in the wilderness for forty years um, you know before they reach the promised land? I mean, there's so many examples um, that we'll go through here, but. Uh, 40s a big deal. Uh, 40s are 40s, uh, you know, seen all throughout scripture and, uh, you know, even outside of it as well, which is, which is pretty cool. And, uh, the reason for bringing this up in particular, you know, the big four, Oh, uh, the big 40, um, is because Lent's coming. Uh, Ash Wednesday is just a few days from now. Um, and, uh, you know, that's a very, um, popular, um, time in, in Christianity, uh, you know, as just a period of, of, of renewal and everything like that. And, uh, you know, kind of self-sacrifice and, uh, we'll, we'll get into, you know, Lent here in, in just a little bit, but Lent's coming up. Um, so thought we'd, uh, you know, do a little quick recording on, on 40 and, uh, you know, maybe how you can make this, um, the best Lent ever for you. Um, <clears throat> So just in particular, what I guess I'll do first um, is go over just the basics of where you see 40 in scripture. Okay. So a lot of these, it, it, a lot of these scenarios, it's usually either like 40 days or 40 years. Okay. Which is kind of uh, unique. Um, There's also another 40 that's 40 weeks. Um, That's pretty important, but um, so 40. Okay, so where do we all see it? And the examples I'm going to go through, um, it's not exactly all of them, but they're the big ones, okay? You, you'll probably see a, a few other ones here and there, but these are the big ones, kind of the the, mo- the, the most well-known ones. So uh, you see Noah, of course, um, 40 days and 40 nights of rain. Um, obviously, God is upset with the world before Noah and, uh, you know, chooses to restart and recreate the uh, earth, uh, uh, destroy everything the flood comes and Noah and his family um, are saved you know and all, all the animals of course two of every kind and eight people so uh, we all obviously come from there and um, so we have the 40 days and 40 nights of Noah represents the period of um, you know evil so to speak and then rebirth okay um, so 
you know, two distinct time periods before and after the 40 days. Exodus, uh, that's a popular one. Uh, very well known Israelites uh, um, perusing around, lost and wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years. Um, they just escaped slavery, you know, the whole Red Sea thing. Uh, you know, the Egyptian and Pharaoh and his armies, they're, they're swallowed up and drowned in the Red Sea. Um, and so the Egyptians are liberated from slavery, but now they are lost in the desert for 40 years they weren't expecting this by the way they just thought they were going to be free they trusted this guy moses um his right hand man aaron and they trusted these two guys and they um you know they they set off away from um egypt only to be lost in the desert for 40 years um, you know, had manna from heaven, all that kind of stuff. So, um, again, we see 40, the beginning of, uh, from slavery to, um, new life and, um, new birth and, you know, ultimate freedom. So, um, uh, so we have that, you know, Moses, uh, was on Mount Sinai too, for 40 days, um, you know, fasting for 40 days on Mount Sinai when he got the 10 commandments. Uh, so again, a huge transformational period, Obviously, before the Ten Commandments, after or before the forty days, no Ten Commandments. After the forty days, you get the Ten Commandments. Okay, so huge transformation there um, and uh, rebirth. Um, and uh, you know, then we have forty years uh, as far as um, some. Uh, some old Hebrew leaders, right? Okay, so we got um, King King Eli, um, Saul, David, and Solomon. All those kings ruled for forty years. Um, you know, in uh, uh, the old Hebrew world. So, and the and kind of the unique thing is like forty years in the Hebrew. Um, mindset and the Jewish mindset was one generation. So if you said a generation in, in, in Hebrew, that would be equated to 40 years. So 40 years, one generation. So we have all those kings, Eli, Saul, David, Solomon ruled for one generation, which is pretty cool. So there's another instance. Um, uh, we have one Goliath challenging the Israelites twice a day for 40 days before David defeated him. Uh, we have the prophet Elijah, uh, walked 40 days and nights before he, uh, arrived at Mount Horeb. Um, so then there's also something with, uh, with, uh, Jonah in Nineveh where for 40 days and uh, 40 nights, uh, you know, he warns Nineveh, Nineveh that it'll be overthrown. So, um, again, huge, huge, um, significance of 40 in, in obviously the old Testament and, um, fast forwarding. All right. Jesus comes. Woohoo. All right. We got Jesus here. Um, what's the first thing, or I guess what's one of the things Jesus does before he starts his public ministry. He obviously led a whole life living up to that, but immediately before starting his public ministry, um, you know, it's, it's pretty commonly known that he spent 40 days in the desert, um, being, you know, fasting and being tempted by Satan. Um, and, uh, you know, just getting himself ready to proclaim, uh, the good news and the gospel, um, to the world. So Jesus, huge example. That's one of the, that's one of the most well-known ones, um, Jesus fasting in the desert. And that's one of the, you know, um, examples that, you know, Lent's really tied to as well. Um, and then also after that, you have 40 days from the Jesus's resurrection to the ascension. All right. We read about that in Acts. Um, it's just the few first few verses in, in Acts that we read about that, where um, from the time that Jesus was alive 
seen alive and by the time he you know ascended in heaven that was 40 days so huge huge uh time frame there um and then uh is, is this one's also kind of unique this this last uh one of these last examples that i'll go through um in the book of matthew especially when it talks about um uh you know, Jesus talks about the signs of these end times and everything like that. And this would be a whole nother episode to really dive into this. It's really, really unique and pretty, pretty cool actually. But, um, there's this sign of the end times. And when Jesus says, um, all of these things, uh, must play play or all of these, all of these things will take place. And truly I tell you that this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Okay, so the, the key thing when you read the book of Matthew, I think it's chapter 24, right around there, when, when Jesus talks about that, um, is uh, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. So this generation, if you're a Jew, um, you know, first century Jew, when you hear this generation, you think 40 years. So you got to think something's going to happen in the next 40 years. And the unique thing, um, you know, we do see in, in 70 AD, which would have been within 40 years, right at 40 years, um, when Jesus would have been saying this stuff, um, by the time 40 years passed, we see the destruction of the temple, uh, of the, the Jewish temple in 70 AD by the Romans. Um, so, so a period of, uh, 40 years past then, which is, you know, obviously a, a total death of, you know, the Jewish life and, um, you know, birth into total final birth into, into Christianity, of course. Um, so, um, so yeah, then one other example here with all that is with 40, I told you earlier how 40, um, was, uh, most, most of the time it's days and months that we deal with, uh, the number 40, but also, um, the one week example, think about how long uh, a woman's pregnant. Okay. So 40 weeks, um, is how long it takes a new life to form. Um, I don't know if that's coincidence or not. Um, but I think it aligns pretty well with all these other examples that we've seen in the Bible. I think God is pretty consistent how, um, you know, he, it, it takes 40, weeks from from uh to totally transform for new life to grow um and for the birth of just something magnificent okay and in most of these examples if not all of them uh we see at the end of the 40 days something amazing happening okay uh, or the 40 years something amazing happening um you know we already talked about Noah and Exodus but um you know obviously Goliath you know after 40 days uh you know tempting and challenging the Israelites after 40 days David defeated him Okay, so something better happened um because of that obviously the prophet Elijah comes um Jonah uh, was an example as well. And, uh, you know, with the whole story of him being inside the belly of a fish for, uh, three days and nights, that obviously, um, is a foreshadowing event of, you know, Christ's, um, uh, death and resurrection, uh, as well. Um, but the biggest thing here, gonna wrap all this up into a nice, uh, nice little, um, gift here, um, bringing all, tying all the loose ends up here with, with 40, okay? And really gonna come back to, um, the season we're approaching right now, um, which is Lent, of course. So, um, so the biggest thing is, uh, you know, Jesus fasting, I mean, in, in the desert for, um, 40 days and 40 nights and, uh, think of everything that was going through his mind. And, you know, you, you gotta 
you know, really envision this guy like, <clears throat> like he's full. Yes, he's fully human and fully God. But, um, you know, think of yourself like fasting for 40 days, like being tempted by Satan. Like, um, if you're hungry, you know, it's probably pretty, pretty difficult to turn away some food after, you know, even just a f few hours, let alone a few days or a few weeks. And Jesus went 40 days of this and Satan's obviously tempting him, you know, tempting him, turn these stones into bread. If you're the son of God, you know, go ahead and eat. Um, obviously Jesus doesn't do it. Um, you know, uh, Satan tempts him, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you all these kingdoms if you just fall down and worship me. And obviously Jesus, um, you know, doesn't give into that. So, um, so parallels to what we're coming up with on these next 40 days of Lent starting, starting up here on Ash Wednesday. So, um, the, it, it's a time of rebirth. It's a time of new growth. It's a time of transformation. Um, 40 signifies, um, you know, the change from one great thing to another great thing. And, it, and it's the mid, in the middle, that 40 days, that process where all that growth happens. Um, <clears throat> you know, we could do the whole, you know, caterpillar turning into a butterfly sort of ordeal. I mean, I have no clue how long that takes. That would be crazy if it was like 40 something. I don't know, 40 hours. I don't know. I'm not a... I don't know. I don't know that stuff. But anyways, caterpillar into a butterfly um, effect. Um, uh, you know, you, you start off one way um, and you, you turn out way better. You, you, just, you just blossom into something new. And that's what Lent's all about. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's not just about giving up chocolate or um, my favorite candy, Skittles. It's not just saying no to Skittles or anything um, like I did when I was a little kid. That's like what I equated Lent to. It's just like, oh, I'll just give something up. Um, but it's just so much deeper than that. Um, and I do encourage you um, just, to, just to focus on just, just more than chocolate, more than candy, um, more than just, you know, coffee or energy drinks or um all that all that stuff's good um not saying not saying that and it's a starting place but that's just a foundation we want to build on okay um you know would encourage you um to you know this lent um to not only give something up um but also add something to your life um add a little bit more prayer time Okay, um, you know, challenge yourself to to block out an extra ten to twenty minutes um, a day, um, uh, you know, in in silent time with Jesus. And um, if you struggle with silent time and your mind wanders, use that grace method. Um, I actually highlighted in a previous episode on how to pray. Um, grace stands for um, gratitude, repentance, abandonment, um, courage, and everyone. Okay, so uh, it's just a way to pray, and you'll find yourself like, like, oh wow, ten twenty minutes went by just following that method, and you know, because it gives your mind something to pray about, and um, just kind of more structured rather than kind of letting your your mind wonder but but definitely encourage you to do that at this at a little bit more prayer time 10 20 minutes um you know we're big at saint fuel with reading one gospel chapter a day um obviously no there's like daily scripture readings that the church uh puts forward um i personally you know listen to those and i also read i i, I like reading the gospels in chronological order as well like um every day um kind of like a story i really like doing that um so it's been a personal goal been doing that for years now and um i just i love it um it just brings a jesus 
to life more for me, and it's really good. So I would definitely challenge you um, to add a little bit more prayer time, um, you know, and seriously, like – don't don't give in guys like don't kid yourself when you are tempted this this lent okay so when you're um uh you know let's say for example um you give up like energy drinks or like a, a sweet drink or something like that like it's just so easy to to kid ourselves and you know to walk by the grocery store and you know you're at self checkout and you see that big old cooler there of energy drinks and you're like oh it's just me myself and I my family's not around and no one's going to notice if I have this quick energy drink on the way home well you know god will notice <laughs> first and foremost um you know he knows your he knows your intentions he knows your heart um it's just you know, I, I just really challenge you uh, to do a lot of self-evaluation and, um, you know, focus on bettering yourself, say, saying no to those seemingly meaningless things um, that might not seem like a big deal, but they mean everything when you allow yourself, your spirit to control your body and not the other way around. Um, you know, we, we were, we're creatures of emotion. Human beings are, we want to control our emotions and not have them control us. This Lent, these next 40 days, um, have the spirit lead the flesh, uh, and not the flesh lead the spirit. I mean, that whenever you put the, the, the flesh, your body, your worldly desires, whenever you try to satisfy your, your bodily, um, uh, temptations and um uh addictions i guess so to speak or what you want um that just it just it's just not a healthy place and it it it, it gets everything misaligned and you're you know you're just not fulfilled that way okay so at the end of the day um when when you do say say no to those energy drinks or do say no to the chocolate or the skittles or um you get that extra 10 to 15 minutes of prayer time in whatever it is those are just very baseline stuff um you'll notice yourself feeling better and you know notice a little sense of accomplishment and that's honestly what what this is all about um you know, these 40 days coming up here, it, it's all about rebirth, renewal, um, getting better, focusing on Christ more. Um, you know, we got 40 days, um, you know, just 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 do your best with it. And and I know you will, uh, you know, definitely reach out to me, um, you know, service at saintfuel.com. Uh, reach out to us if we if with any questions, um, if you need any resources, staying on track with anything. Yeah, go to go to saintfuel.com as well for some other resources. Definitely encourage you to do that. We, we want to help. Um, and, uh, you know, j just God bless you and God bless you this Lent. Um, keep 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 the, the end goal in mind and just understand that 40 is a huge day of transformation and that uh, or a huge, huge time period of transformation. And uh, you can definitely do it this Lent. So uh, signing off here until next time. Uh, God bless you guys. Have an awesome Lent. Uh, you know, great, great Ash Wednesday here. And, uh, you know, make it happen. Live for Christ. All right. Love you guys. Later. Thanks so much for listening. Remember that you're on earth for a reason. Go to saintfuel.com for additional resources to help you live out your purpose. And again, always remember that together we'll inspire the church through each person's individual purpose to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth.